everybody. Welcome to Flacozar Podcast. Thank you very much for joining in and spending your time with me. I know it's very important and there's not a whole lot of time in this world, but you deciding to listen to this and spend some time with me is really a special. This is my very first podcast. It is something that I've been wanting to do for quite some time, but I had really been afraid of doing it, but I figured, what the hell, right? All the cool kids are doing it, so... Why not give it a shot? What's the worst that can happen? You all talk shit about me? Ain't the first time. Trust me. I've been hit with a lot. I can deal with it. But for reals, again, thank you very much. Uh, One of the reasons why I decided that I wanted to do this podcast or this video cast was I wanted to be a writer. I got all these stories about my life experiences growing up, um, going into the military, My experiences in the military, with my friends, different places that I've been to. Um, Then after the military, going into the CHP, going into the academy, my time in the academy, uh, East Los Angeles, Indio, and then coming back up to the academy to be an instructor. And in between all, all the other ancillary things that go along with it, marriage, parenting, coaching little league whatever it is whether it be softball football wrestling baseball soccer all those different things um you know just a bunch of life experiences that I, i wanted to share and maybe there we can have some sort of connection maybe our lives are are parallel or or maybe you're going through some things and you feel alone like nobody's been through those before and and you can say hey just regular everyday people is continually going through stuff, but they'll overcome. And that's the, but at the same time, like I had mentioned, I wanted to memorialize these things for my sons, Joseph and Samuel. Uh, having a hard time putting pen to paper or fingers to keyboard. So I figured this would be another way that I can share or record, memorialize these experiences for my sons. But when they get older, they'll have something to remember me by. Maybe they can know something a little bit more about me that they weren't aware of. Like how much of an idiot their dad was growing up. Or maybe when I'm gone, they may be going through something in life. And they need some guidance. And maybe one of my stories will be able to help them through whatever they're going through at that time. I don't know. And then the last thing is just for entertainment value. You know, <clears throat> you can hear my stuff, laugh at me, laugh with me, or just pass some time. I know there's a lot of things out there you can listen to, a lot of things that are more specific. And that's one of the questions that I got. People are like, well, if you're going to do a podcast, what are you going to do it on? Are you going to do it on real estate? No. Are you going to do it on law enforcement? No, but uh, I will talk about some of that stuff. Are you going to talk about military? Eh, a little bit. Well, what is it? You're going to talk about sports? Well, of course, sports is going to be incorporated with it because, you know, I'm a big sports fan. I can, I pretty much follow everything. Um, and I'm not going to make this all about another 49er podcast or Raider podcast. I'm not going to make this a fantasy football podcast, although I may end up talking about, about fantasy football come, oh, 
in a couple of months when they have the NFL draft. We'll start on that again because really fantasy football is a year-round competition. And I play, and I'll, I'll go into that later on. But which brings me to this one. What is my podcast all about? What is it going to be about, Ruben? Why should I spend my time listening to you, listening to this Flacozar podcast? Why should I listen to it? Well, I mentioned to it before, but what I really wanted to get into with this is, but what is my podcast about? It's going to be about everything. And the first thing I want to talk about is the names. What's in a name? What does it mean to you? What is your name? Do you like your name? Is it special to you? Do you hold a lot of pride in your name? Or are you just, eh, whatever. Have you been known by the same name your entire life? Or how you like me? And I've had a couple different names and quite a few nicknames through your, your life. So I'm just going to dial it back and we'll just talk about names. I want to tell you the story about my names because I have lots of names. Of course, my name is Ruben. R-U-B-E-N. Not Ruben or Ruben. It's R-U-B-E-N. Ruben. My middle name is Richard. Yes, I'm a dick. I've been told that many, many times by many different people. <laughs> but my last name, here's where it all starts. gets a little weird. So growing up, all my life, all I can remember, up until my junior year of high school, I was known as Ruben Rios. R-R-R. Ruben Richard Rios. That's all I'd known, and everybody had known me by that. But some things happened between my parents and I at a young age that caused us to have to go to family counseling. We were ordered to go to see a therapist. Unfortunately, it was only my mom and I who went to this therapist. And I was like 11 or 12 years old at the time. And I remember sitting in the therapist's lobby. And as soon as we walk in, we sit down. And the therapist asked my mother, Does Ruben know Steve's not his biological father? What? What? Does Ruben know that Steve is not his biological father? Steve being Steve Rios, the man that I've known as my father my entire life, unbeknownst to me, was my stepdad. My mom replied no, and then right after that, they sent me out to the lobby where I sat for the remainder of the session. Never went back inside and never went back to that therapist again. But going into the elevator, asked my mom, Mom, is Steve my dad? And solemnly, she replied, no. And so I asked her, well, who is my dad? And she said his name was Joe Calderon. I've never heard that name before. I never heard that last name before. But I put it away and I thought to myself, how do you spell that? So with the K, so with the C, whatever. I didn't know. It was like 11, 12 years old. So from that point, I still never met my real dad. And my mom told me, well, I guess I can't remember how it came about, but I found out that my last name wasn't really Rios. On my birth certificate, it was Valcazar. So my junior year of high school, I changed my name because, well, kind of had a falling out with my stepdad. So I decided I'm going to change it to what my legal name was, Ruben Valcazar. 
Well, during this time, I was an artist. I painted a lot. I drew a lot. I did a lot of airbrushing. Pretty much anything you could think of, any art medium, I did. And I was a tagger. So I took the name Czar, C-Z-A-R. Short for Valcazar, but Czar. And you all know what Czar means, right? So I was Czar, and that was my tag. That's how I signed my artwork, and that's how I signed the walls. <laughs> and if we're going to be truthful, I tagged more than just walls. Um, unfortunately, there was an incident where maybe in 1990, I tagged somebody's hardwood flooring at a, at a New Year's Eve party my senior year in high school. Shame on me. I, I eventually saw that person that I did that to, and I admitted it to them and I apologized and luckily for me they said that you know they forgive me that was a shitty thing to do but you know when I was high school I was was kind of a mess so anyways so I kept that name Czar and Czar followed me through the end of my high school year so about two three years but everybody knew me as a Czar 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 I was a dancer like to draw it was all over the place of course, I was in a lot of trouble, so I had to go to all the summer schools. And funny thing about summer school at that time was all the um, <clears throat> kids that needed help or needed work or were in trouble went to summer school. So guess what? I hooked up with all these people in my senior year of high school. I knew where all the parties were in every school in the district. Why? Because I came friends with all them thugs. That's why. So I knew all the shit. So Czar graduated high school <clears throat> and he decided he was going to join the Navy. Had to get out of my house. Had to go somewhere. Had to do something. Couldn't stick around. I knew if I would have stuck around, I probably would have been doing a lot of things that I should have been doing. So I had to take, I had leave. So I joined the military. Now, when I went in, they had told me I scored high enough to I could be anything that I wanted, right? But again, like I said, I like to draw. I like to paint. I mean, this is the late 90s when BBD and Poison, Pebble DeVoe, they were big. And everybody was airbrushing everything. And I was, I was making a lot of money airbrushing people's clothes. Pants, shirts, sweatshirts. You know, and that's how Czar got big. It was that I was, I like to airbrush. I was, again, I was an artist. I won first place in the district-wide art show my senior year for my cubism abstract impressionism painting that I did of sailboats. I still have it to this day. That is my most favorite piece of artwork because it was the first time, other than airbrushing, that I poured my heart out into something and somebody said that they wanted to buy it. They didn't purchase it because the colors in it didn't go with the interior of their home. The wife wouldn't allow the guy to buy it. But regardless... I thought that was a pretty cool thing, so I kept it. So anyways, I went into the military, and I went in as a two-year sailor because I couldn't get the job that I wanted. I wanted to be an illustrator draftsman, so they lied to me. Um, but during the course of my time in boot camp, I realized these two-year sailors were disposable sailors. They're going to go out to the fleet, and they're going to do some shit work. And that's not what I wanted to do. So worked hard, and I was awarded top performer in my boot camp well as an award I got to choose either an A school 
or a pay grade raise. Now, I was already in E1, so that would have meant I would have been bumped up to an E2. Not a whole lot of difference in pay, and I was going to get E2 anyways. So, And I didn't want to be a disposable sailor, so I chose the uh, sonar tech route. I'd extend for two years, and I ended up going to more schools. Well, while I was in boot camp, after graduation, even though you graduate, it doesn't mean that you're done with boot camp. You still have a little bit more time to go, like a week. And part of the boot camp training is liberty. Because on the ship, you'll pull into port, you'll get liberty. Uh, but some people have duty. And while you're in port, if you have duty, you have to stay on the ship. And you have different assignments. Mostly it's to watch out just in case there's a fire. okay, Or to prevent people that don't belong on the ship to come on the ship. But I digress. So I got a 72-hour liberty. I didn't have to hold watch. So Friday, Saturday, and early Sunday, I spent all the time with my parents. When my parents left, and in San Diego, on the base, at 18 years old, you could drink alcohol. You could drink beer. Couldn't drink wine or mixed drinks, but you drink beer. So what did Ruben do? Reverted back to my old habits and went straight to the bar right there and just throwing down pitchers. Had to be back by Liberty by a certain time. Got back. And as I got back, I was walking in the wrong door. And Seaman Thomas came out. And he laughed at me. He goes, Val, what are you doing? And I can't remember what I said to him. Probably something stupid. He goes, you got to go around the old way. Valcoholic. <laughs> and that's how Valcoholic came about. And so for a couple a couple years, I was known as Valcoholic in the Navy. Because... Unfortunately, I like to drink a lot, and my last name was Valcazar, so they called me Valcoholic. And this lasted until I got on my ship. So they flew me out to my ship after a year in San Diego, going to all these different schools. They sent me out to my ship. <clears throat> flew out to the Red Sea to meet my ship. And they actually flew me from a helicopter from one ship to my ship to get on there. And I was on there for maybe a couple weeks. And those of you who've known me for quite some time will recall or know that there's always a song in my head. I'm always singing and I'm always rapping. Always rapping. Now, of course, when I was younger, that's all I listened to was rap. But as I've got older, I've expanded the things that I listen to. And at one point, I could turn any station on the dial and I would know the words to the song that ever's playing on the that's playing on the radio. Not so much anymore because I'm kind of out of touch with all this new stuff that's going on. Anyways. So while I was on the ship, I used to go around and I was singing this this group that came out, Funk Dubious. And Funk Dubious they're part of Soul Assassins. Uh, Cypress Hill, House of Pain, Funk Dubious. <clears throat> and they had the song called Who's the dubious? Where are the funk dubious? And there's a line in there that goes, pleasing the funk, goes, pleasing the funk with my vocals. I am the loco. Think you're getting warm like a hot cup of cocoa. Well, I used to go around singing, I am the loco. Well, there's a guy named Alvin Bersenio, and he was from Chicago, and he was a Colombian. And he looks at me and he goes, you're not loco. You're flaco. So flaco means skinny. And you got to understand I was a very thin, I still am kind of thin, but I was a very thin guy growing up. Uh, to put it into perspective, my freshman year in high school, I wrestled. I wrestled 95s. 
but I barely made weight. The cutoff weight was 84 pounds. I'd weigh in at 86 pounds, fully clothed, and after eating a large Togo sandwich. That was the only way that I can go to make weight. And even when I graduated high school, I barely made the minimum requirement for my height. I weighed 119 my senior year of high school when I enlisted into the Navy. So I barely made it. So I was a little skinny, skinny guy, toothpick, clackas is what it should have been called me, little bones. But he called me Flacco. And there happened to be a couple other, uh, my homeboys around there. And they laughed because, you know, Flacco is a common nickname for a skinny guy and the Hispanic community and the people that I ran with. And so they started calling me Flacco. And it spread like wildfire on the ship, like rather quickly. Now, you understand this ship, it was on a guided missile frigate. It's only 450 feet long and 60 feet at the beam, I mean, 60 feet wide. And full complement with the air detachment was maybe like 225 people. If there was no air detachment, we we're under 200 people. So it was a pretty, pretty small ship. And people start, that's how they knew me. Flaco, Flaco, Flaco. And for years, there were people who knew me and didn't even know my first name or my last name. They only knew me as Flaco. And there's people, I'm almost 50 years old, people that I still served in the Navy with that still Flacco. So I got that name Flacco. After the Navy, I got out, I came home, and I started to go into school. I went to school full-time and worked full-time, and I got into the CHP. I became a CHP officer. <clears throat> I was still Valcazar, and... That's I, I maintained Valcazar through my the majority of my time up until I had my first son. The other nickname people would call me is Officer Valcazar, Officer Valcazar. They make fun of me all the time because I was a cop. And if you knew me growing up, you would see that I was the one of the furthest things that you would ever think of me becoming. Okay? So, and the reasons why I... I, I became a police officer was actually to hopefully knock down those stereotypes you know I, I really wanted to help I really wanted to be a, a contributing member to society I, I wanted to help people I mean you go into law enforcement with with those ideas and for the most part that sticks with you sometimes things along the way things change and your perspective on things change but that's life that's with everything everything changes right so anyways, while I'm in the CHP, I get married, and I have a child, and his name is Joseph. I named him Joseph after my, well, actually, I named him Joseph Stephen after my dad and my stepdad. I like to tell people that I love the 49ers so much that I named my son after the two greatest quarterbacks to ever grace the NFL, Joe Montana and Steve Young. That's what I tell people. But the reality is, as I named Joey, after my my two dads, Joe and Steve, Joseph Stephen. But the whole thing with this last name mess, I, I just wanted to, to settle it once and for all. So in 2011, I finally changed my name, my last name, to Calderon, same as my dad. Which is funny because at that time, I was working at the CHP at the academy. Half the, half the people, when I was a staff officer, knew me as Officer Valcazar. And then once I transitioned over to the academic side and became an instructor, um, they knew me as Calderon. So there's people out there who knew me as Valcazar and Calderon. 
And then the last nickname that I had was Bamf. That one I gave myself. Nobody gave me that. And it's just the name that I use for my fantasy football team, which is a whole other topic we talk about later on. So those are, are my names, you know. I listen to that Jim Croce song, I Got a Name, and that means a lot to me because here I am now, and I'm just Ruben Calderon. That's it. I don't have any other nicknames, no monikers, no pseudonyms, nothing else, just me. And it's taken me almost 50 years to be comfortable with just me, with just being Ruben Calderon. Does the last name matter? I don't know. I don't know. And I find myself guilty, feeling guilty at times. Like, should, did it, was it right for me to change my name from Rios? Should I kept Valcazar? You know, but I look back. Should I have been a Calderon from the very beginning? Does it make me who I am? Again, these are questions that I'm still trying to answer. I think about. And for some people, it may not be a big deal. But when you're growing up and you don't really know who you are and all of a sudden you're finding out so-and-so is not your dad, your name is this, your name is that, what you thought was real is fake, everything just goes out the window. And then you struggle all these years trying to figure out who you really are. Who are you? What are you? Why are you here? What's your purpose? And I know we all have those same thoughts. The difference is for me, how I dealt with this, is just constant name change, trying to figure out what it is, who I am. Will I ever truly figure that out? I don't know, but I, I, I can tell you this, that for the first time in my life, I really like who I am. I like being me. I'm, I'm comfortable with me. And hence, you can see, here I am putting out to the world. I'm on camera. I'm on recording this podcast and I'm putting out to everybody. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with who I am. I'm okay with all the good things that happened to me. I'm okay with all the bad things that happened to me. And I'm going to share these stories with you over time. Because they're interesting stories. They're great stories. They're stories that movies should be made from. And eventually, maybe one day I can put these all in transcripts and maybe finally able to have that book. And if I'm lucky enough, maybe it'll be made into a movie and I can have a cameo in it. Who would be a good person to play me? I don't know if there's anybody who could play me. At one time I thought maybe Ralph Macho would be a good idea, but that dude's old. Oh, wait a minute. I'm getting old. <laughs> So what's in a name, everybody? What's in a name? What is your name? What does it mean to you? Do you like your name? Is it important? How does it make you feel? Are you proud of that name? Do you want to change it? Have you changed it? Do you like the name that you changed it to? I don't know. It's something to think about. Something to ask yourself. But until next time, everybody, I just want to say thank you very much. If you listened all the way through, I appreciate it. And I can honestly tell you, 
the stories that I have coming will be something that you want to hear. If you've read some of my stories that I've posted on Facebook online before, you can see that was just the tip of the iceberg. So again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for stopping by. And just like that, I finished my first podcast. Thank you. And have a great rest of your day.